I'm Vitali, anthropologist, and uh, today I'm also a tour uh, guide guy in Riga. And uh, what's your ethnicity? I'm Russian. Yeah, we need to go into that. So you're born in Latvia, raised here, but you're yeah. ethnically Russian. Yeah, you're bordering Russia historically. It was uh, always a border territory, uh, and a border territory is a territory of mixture of different people, of different cultures. So same here in Latvia. And that goes back to what you were saying earlier about the mother language, the also, mother. So also that. So, but I studied also in Latvian school, like the for ethnical Latvians. So also kindergarten for ethnical Latvians. Uh, and only uh, ethnical Latvian in that kindergarten group. So, but yeah, the teachers were Latvian, so okay. there is no problem with Latvian language from very early uh, <laughs> age of me. I know you're an anthropologist, and I ask everybody this because you get varied responses. But what does ethnicity mean to you? I I was thinking what I'm going to tell you about <laughs> because I, I I've listened to this podcast before, and I have no answer okay. because it's very like. It depends on your perspective. Like from my perspective, from from my experience, it's about the language nowadays, because in the modern society, it's hard to manifest yourself, your ethnicity, through uh, some ethnically traced accessories. But uh, it actually doesn't say you're ethnically belonging to that culture. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. There's like being able to appreciate a culture, but then I like what you say about language, that it makes you, you become more culturally identified or ethnically identified through that language. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when people hear you, they know who you are here in Latvia as well. Like, like there are some people that speaks perfectly with no accent. Mm. And it's hard to know when the people are Latvians or Russians mm -hmm. or they're foreigners. So then for you, for your ethnic background, what makes you feel Russian, even though you live in Latvia? No, so, so food here in Latvia and also in Estonia is the Soviet cuisine, mostly. Mm. Sorry, Latvians. <laughs> yeah. Of course, they will say like Sklandrausis or the great peas are very typical and unique Latvian. No, that's a <laughs> bullshit. Because like... I, I love this example with mm. the grape peas, which is now the protected food. Yeah, yeah but it's also the typical food for the uh, north of the Germany, in mm. Schleswig. And uh, when you see the articles, Latvian article in Wikipedia, for mm. example, yeah, nah, it's uh, written by Latvian people. Yeah. And uh, the same... Uh, translation for yeah. these articles of the Great Peace mm -hmm. uh, is uh, in English and other language, but German uh, article were written by German people, and <laughs> there is no, no uh, single word about the Latvian legacy of this food, oh, wow. because they have their, their own uh, legacy of this food. <laughs> <laughs> also, Sklandrausis, it's not unique for Latvia. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, some strange uh, cake from the carrots. Yeah, but it's yeah. actually the origin of this food is Jewish. Like you, you can try it in uh, Lido, which is the mixture of uh, of the Soviet cuisine and the uh, modern cuisine. It's like globalization, but at a regional level, where it's kind of like yes, yeah. yes, yes. You're correct. Okay. So yeah, this, yeah. This we are crossing the city channel, mm -hmm. and it was part of the fortifications. Wow. It used to be three times wider. Really. Yeah, and there were city fortifications. You can see some remains of the uh, 
of the uh, military buildings, like mm -hmm. the casarms, and this used to be the citadel part of okay. the city. So, so we had a lot of historical periods of yeah. different <laughs> kind of of for foreign rules, yeah. you know, German, Swedish, Russian, Paul, Poles, yeah. uh, Lithuanian, Latvian and Estonian independence, sorry for that, mm -hmm. people were proclaimed during the German occupation yeah. of this territory during the First World War. So with all the like German impact that was left, is that just been like kind of absorbed into Latvian culture? I understand like this is... Uh, it used to be like we were mostly the state that used to be close to Germany and it yeah. was <laughs> it was complicated to push, uh, push Germans, but actually Latvians were doing the same as they are doing now, now with uh, Russians, mm -hmm. because still it was an independent state, yeah. and like it's also my interpretation, yes. like it's not official interpretation, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Russian, somehow mm -hmm. I feel a bit oppressed by Latvians, so... And does that like make you feel almost like a minority, if you will? I am minority, yeah. of course, like the Russians are minority here, like it's, it's not a question. Yeah. But I understand that Latvians have rights to have their own uh, political representants. I, I think it could be organized a bit different because actually when we joined European Union, mm -hmm. the progressively thinking Russians here thought like European Union will be, you know, the mediator between this national state and some rules that yeah. will be equal for every people. Mm -hmm. But at the very end, European Union doesn't give a fuck, sorry for that, uh, <laughs> about the uh, some problems with the minorities mm -hmm. in every state. Okay. Like you can see it not only in Baltics, mm -hmm. you can see it in Spain, uh, when the where the national movements have some 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 perspectives like yeah. the Catalonia and so on. It's fascinating uh, to hear like this is a deeper side because in America we get our World War One, World War Two, European history. It's like a few chapters in our book and then we move past it. What I like about this is that I'm interested in just the people, less of the politics. So, you know, I'm sure some people here like, oh, a Russian saying he feels like a minority would be weird to some people to think. But it makes sense if you leave what you consider your home community or ethnicity. You live somewhere else and you become a minority. Uh, you know, it's it's very complicated with Russians because, uh, for example, the uh, Volksdeutsche, the people with the German legacy from the Soviet Union, when the Soviet Union just collapsed, they uh, understood that there is there are no perspectives. Even in the Russia, for example, or Kazakhstan, and they moved to the Germany when and they understood they that they are not Germans. Yeah. And till nowadays, like, there is this specific Volksdeutsche, like the German, ethnical, ethnically German people that actually lives in Germany with the, like the, with the Russian legacy that feel themselves non-Germans in, in the Germany nowadays. And it's very tricky because the local Germans are thinking they're not real Germans. <laughs> <laughs> they are Russians. Yeah. So it's very <laughs> tricky, you know, because... The Latvian ethnic culture is based uh, on the uh, adoration of the nature. It's about the peasant life. Yeah. It's about the countryside. Yeah. Like you can see it in the um, ethnographic material. You can also find some ethnographic material about Riga. But when you look it deeper, you're like, you can see it. Like Riga is something strange to Latvian peasant because yeah. he 
understand himself that uh, newcomer to here. Mm -hmm. Is that similar or different for for Russians? Um, it's I, I believe it's different yeah. because somehow the peasant culture in in contemporary Russia does, doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Somehow, like it's the uh, it's the tragedy of twentieth century. Somehow, uh, yeah, Russians lost their uh, sense of 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 this peasant culture. Mm. Do you feel like it's like losing a little bit of like the the identity of being Russian by being more modern? Uh, it's not about actually modernity. Mm. Nowadays, like you can have education also in countryside thanks to internet and and, and modern technologies. But uh, yeah, the different uh, lifestyle. Uh, because somehow you you see the ethnical differences uh, and you can feel it uh, in the countryside. It's more visible yeah. than in city. City is a it's, it's 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 a place where your identity is uh, not that visible. Mm. In the countryside, it's not like that because everyone knows everyone, mm -hmm. and. Um, this way of lifestyle, the production, the reproduction of this lifestyle is, is different from the city. This is super, super insightful. Thank you. For my English, it's oh, very different no. every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, how, how it works. Mm. Some days I, I speak better, some days no. Okay. So, same with me, it's fine. I think we're all like that. <laughs>